Hello, ladies and gentlemen, back at it again with OD Sports Podcast. Yo, 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 it's the OD Sports Podcast. What's going on, everybody? Yeah, we've been uh, we've been in the shadows for a bit, but uh, we're back and we're ready to continue talking some sports. Just a little quick week hiatus, you know, you know, we got to get our money up, we got to pay some bills. Big facts, big, big, big facts, but we also got some big, big news today. Oh, sports world was so exciting this week. Yeah, it's 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 been killing me this whole time. There's so much stuff to talk about. Like, I we can't even all possibly fit it all in one podcast, to be honest. But we're gonna do it. We're anyways. gonna try. We're gonna try. Yeah. We're gonna try. That's what we're here for. <laughs> to talk sports and talk shit. And <laughs> I like that motto. Talk sports, talk shit. And uh, we definitely talk a lot of shit. If you have uh, heard us in the past episodes. <coughs> Raiders <laughs> Cowboys <laughs> oh, oh yeah How could I forget Yeah <laughs> Hey let's uh, Let's stop uh, You know Beating around the bush And get right into it What uh, What are we talking about first Alright so First thing You've heard us say it Plenty of times It has finally Happened Cam Newton Has Been Signed <sighs> Granted it's to the Patriots But Whatever, man. I'm just happy for the man. Like uh, you he's know finally got a shot again. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Yeah, absolutely right. I mean, it's it's almost as if people forget that he was in the Super Bowl just like five years ago, like <laughs> right? Super Bowl right. MVP. Like, not to mention uh, he's had a lot of pesky injuries mm-hmm. that have plagued him, but he is he has not been the problem in uh, in Carolina. As a matter of fact, when he was released, I was a little bit surprised. I mean. I knew they were rebuilding, but damn, I, I thought they would keep at least keep Cam around a little bit longer. But once they got rid of Ron Rivera, they said, Cam Newton, you're next, buddy. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's uh, it's really surprising how a team could really just give up on their guy like that. I mean, again, he has been dealing with the injuries. And, well, New England is obviously like you need a quarterback. Like, you, you're going to really rock in there with Jared Stidham. I mean, I personally still kind of feel like they might still go with Stidham and then that's just going to create even more rage in the future but I mean he's got his opportunity he's got his shot he's going to get show the coaches uh, you know that he can still play his arm is still good I mean this dude's been putting out workout videos like <laughs> you know, on his Instagram he's just he's just going at it right so, I'm pretty sure the uh, Carolina Panthers released him because they got tired of him responding to their work emails in that weird font that he does <laughs> Like, really, my guy? Like, come on, t- stop stop the act. Get out of here. <laughs> like, Ariel, Times New Roman, Calibri. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, no, you're absolutely right. Um, it is weird because, like, the, the Patriots swore up and down, left and right, that Jared Stidham is their guy. But I still remember the one time he threw one pick six to the Jets. Uh, late in the season in the game that really didn't matter and Bill Belichick was still benched him to put Tom Brady back out there so maybe it's the same deal maybe he is the starter for this next season and then he throws his first interception week one and then we see Cam Cam Newton start (laughs) (laughs) for the whole rest of the season so you know there's there's always that yeah you know, I, I'm, I'm done with that. I can see that. I can see that. Happening. I mean, I don't yeah. <laughs> like even if that one pick interception was, uh, I mean, it was pretty pretty bad. But yeah, you know, it's not enough to judge a guy talent wise on. 
I mean, that was literally his only pass, I think, that game, and just in general last season. So, yeah, you know, I, in all honesty, I uh, I think I think there's a couple of scenarios here. I think um, uh, one, the Patriots only plan on having him for one year. They let him walk. Uh, they get their uh, third round draft pick, and then Jared Stidham not only gets to learn behind Tom Brady for a year, but he also gets to learn behind. Cam Newton and can kind of take the best of both worlds with Tom Brady's like preparation and analyzation of uh, defense, which which Cam Newton is also like superb at, which he does not get enough credit for. But um, you know, you can uh, looking at the defense, making those uh, pre pre snap reads, um, and but also uh, working with your offensive line, learning um, you know which holes to run through because Jared Stidham, he's also a guy that can. Uh, use his legs a little bit, um, and uh, just just working with two very talented quarterbacks um, with two very uh, different personalities. I think uh, Jerry Stidham's really gonna learn how to like. He's not going to be uh, a Tom Brady clone, but rather uh, come into his own, develop his own style, um, and he he can be he can be somebody that ends up being pretty dangerous for the Patriots. I mean, the Patriots do things in a very particular way. So when you have a young guy that can learn from two great quarterbacks two years in a row back-to-back like that, I mean, like, it's only a matter of time before he gets the permanent start. Is the Patriots guy and and starts throwing, uh, you know, uh, 3,000-yard, 30-touchdown, you know, seasons. Yeah. But, uh, I mean... Still, uh, that questionable uh, New England receivers that are uh, still around, still a lot of uh, not sure potential there. So we'll see how we'll see how it goes. We'll see how the Patriots do. Uh, still looking like even with Cam Newton, there's not a lot in there for him. But and it's New England, so these guys will do something to win somehow, and we're gonna sit here and pay for it as Jets fans. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I was really excited to uh, have Jared Stidham be the starter for the entire season, and now it's like, I guess he got a scheme for Cam. <laughs> but uh, if the Jets can get their act together, they they should be a lot better than the seven and nine they were last season. I mean, remember the six years without Sam. I mean, six games without Sam Darnold. Um, so it's like you know, you 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 can even split those games. Uh, in an even 3-3 split and we're looking at a 10-6 and six instead of a 7-9 record. Hell, you even give them two wins instead of uh, the three, you're still looking at uh, a respectable 9-7 and seven instead of a 7-9. So it's like, who knows? Shit, even if it's one win, it's an 8-8 eight and eight season, which is pretty uh, pretty respectable coming off of their 4-12 uh, and 12 season in the previous year. Yeah, so, but... Jamal Adams, man, just <sighs> yeah. I, I don't well, know. I don't well, know and, that's, and that's our second bit of news. Jamal Adams, you don't even want to. <laughs> <laughs> he's requesting. Uh, rumor, rumor has it he's there's a deal working out with the Eagles. I why do why does New York hate New York? <laughs> why? <laughs> like Cowboys, Cowboys. I mean, I don't want him to go to the Cowboys, but I can understand the Cowboys. You know, he's from he's from uh, Texas. You know, Texas. Yeah. You know, he had a little bit of a home, you know, home feel to it, a homecoming for him. But the Eagles, really? Why? 
Uh, why the Eagles? <laughs> why, why, why not just give them to the Giants at that point? <laughs> I, <laughs> I don't I don't know. I really don't. Uh, I mean, like when you uh, when you look at it from from the from the Jets' perspective, they they do hold all the leverage. Yeah, definitely. So, sorry, were you going to say something? Oh no, no. Like I, they, oh, okay. that's, that's <laughs> like regardless what of what it is, like yeah, the rumors are there, but I feel like they're just rumors. Like the Jets, they have all the leverage. They definitely want to keep yeah. Jamal Adams. They again, it's just really, like we said last time. It's just a whole bunch of stuff going on. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and I can't blame Jamal Adams for, like, seeking to get his money, like, sooner rather than later. I mean, we are trying to get paid in the age of the coronavirus, so, um, you know, I, and I'm all for, like, people getting paid, uh, unless it's Dak Prescott. In <laughs> know your worth, son. But, uh, <laughs> but, uh, but, but at the same time, it's like, yeah, he still has the uh, two years left on his contract. He can't really move around can't really do anything and like even and, and and honestly you know you don't want to hold out on a team that that looks like to, they're having uh some kind of promise i mean like hey if you want to do a kobe thing and like hold out a couple of games and on like the first two games until they can say like okay this is what your contract will look like in the future then fine but it's not like they can extend him like right now right now so um you know, I, uh, in all honesty, all he has to do is, all the Jets really have to do is find a way to keep him happy for one more year. Then you can pay him the buku bucks that you need to pay him because they're gonna have the you're, they're gonna have the cap space. Um, continue working on that offensive line. Continue working on improving your offense, and uh, and and the Jets will find themselves in a in a really good position in these uh, next next couple of years. I mean. Jamal Adams, he, you know, he's only been in the league for a handful, like, less than four years he's been in the league, and he's already one of the best players in his position. Mm -hmm. That, I mean, that dude is just something special, so I know the yeah. Jets aren't going to do anything to uh, get rid of him, right? <laughs> yeah, let's not forget, they have, like, they have potential to have the best defense in the league. With, uh, you know, C.J. Mosley coming back, Imagine just that. C.J. Mosley, Jamal Adams, like, reminiscent of a, a Ray Lewis, Ed Reed duo right there. Like, that, just imagine the beauty of it. In a Greg, in a Greg Williams defense, it's oh, it's uncanny how amazing this defense could be. I mean, they improved the corner room as well. Like, literally, if Quinton Williams steps up to being that in, in, interior uh, pass rusher that they're looking for, I guarantee you this Jets defense will be lethal. But, mm -hmm. but, you gotta pay Jamal Adams. They have to. They Don't have let to. him walk. Don't trade him. <laughs> Please. Absolutely not. Did you know that Adam Gase was actually trying to ship off Marcus May? Yeah, see, that's the thing. Uh, I, I actually think that's for the best because realistically if you're going to pay Jamal Adams you can't pay Marcus May that's too much money to invest into the safety room I personally feel like and uh -huh. uh, it's a good thing they grabbed Ashton Davis and I think that's the reason they grabbed Ashton Davis uh, uh -huh. like player wise he's actually kind of similar to Marcus May so uh, I think the plan is to pay Jamal Adams and eventually have Ashton Davis take over that Marcus May role on a cheaper deal 
Uh, I think that's actually pretty okay in my eyes. I mean, I, I love Marcus See, May. I think he's a great player. Uh, mm-hmm. But realistically, having you know 20 mil plus in that safety room is <laughs> a year in that safety room is not not the best not the best thing for a team. Yeah, see, I agree with that, but I don't agree with the timing of it. I mean, like, uh, I mean, when you look at because Adam Gates was trying to uh, ship him off uh, last season, and it's like, okay, you know, he still has a couple of years, uh, or at the very least, a year left on his deal. You could have still gotten that production out of him, and it's like, like you said, you have Marcus May, Jamal Adams, uh, uh, Mosley, um, Herndon. All on this, all all on the same field for at least one more year. I mean, like, shoot, even if you're not looking for a deep playoff run, which let's be honest, every year you go into the league, you absolutely should be looking for a deep playoff run. But even if you're not looking at that, like, just to start it off, I mean, you have the potential to like really like um, put up some in, put up some impressive stats. I mean, like this defense, this defense is gonna be a problem. Uh, this upcoming season, I, I I can't talk about the offense too much. I feel like there's too many questions there. But in terms of defense, the Jets are going to be a problem. Um, so if they can get their offense together, you know who knows how far that they can go. So that's why it's like before. I know like looking ahead, you want to make sure that you have the right cap space. But it's like if we're in a situation where we can get the best out of this unit right now, and you don't have to pay anybody right now, let's let's do that. And then when it comes time to the offseason, either, you know, we uh, we uh, let them walk and look for for, uh, for some for some uh, uh, talent in the draft or, um, you know, we see if we could get a quick trade right right then and there. So, um, but that's, yeah, I that's think just, it's, uh, yeah, I think it's, a, it's, it's up in it's up for debate. Uh, I wouldn't be completely OK if they traded him now, but I guess I wouldn't be completely against it. I think Ashton Davis is going to be able to easily step into that role. And, you know, if they get some nice draft capital from it, then that's also pretty good. You get pretty much the same player who may be a little bit raw, a little bit more raw, but, you know, we'll eventually, I mean, you got Greg Williams coaching the guy. Like, (laughs) it's going to, the defense (laughs) is going to be amazing regardless, you know? But, you know, Adam Gates, he should just, be fired anyway so we don't need to <laughs> fire Adam but uh speaking of other trades uh so got a couple couple of guys around the league also looking to uh get out of their teams at the current moment uh yeah one being Oof. uh David Njoku oh uh, no yep the uh who the one who was known to be the premier tight end of the Cleveland Browns uh is requesting a trade this coming after they uh, signed Austin Hooper in the offseason, as well as drafting uh, Hunter Bryant in the draft as well. So uh, I guess he's, he's starting to feel like he doesn't belong there anymore, and yep. he's, he's he's looking he's looking at other places. Yeah, unfortunately, he didn't play practically the entire season last season. Um, but before that, I mean, like, what was it? Uh, 56 yards, I mean, 56 receptions, 639 yards, four touchdowns. I mean, this dude was productive mm-hmm. as, a, as a tight end. Um, and honestly, it's like, uh, I mean, 
look, he's he's a young player. He still has uh, a high ceiling. I I still feel like we haven't seen everything that um, that uh, he can do. Um, but uh, you know, like I, I think I think he would fit into a lot of uh, a lot of different teams. And and it's so weird that like he's coming out now and saying it because like shoot, if he would have uh, requested a trade like way earlier, he could find himself getting a nice little deal, nice little deal with the um, with the Chicago Bears. But uh, that being said, I think he could find a home with Russell Wilson and the Seattle Seahawks. Really, I yeah. I don't think that's a I don't think that's a spot for him. I think I personally think. Uh, a team that could use him and it would actually be a really good uh, addition for him would be the uh, Washington soon to be changed <laughs> Redskins <No. laughs> uh, yeah they have literally no talent in that tight end room I think mm-hmm. a guy like David Njoku could really be a nice weapon for Haskins along with Thaddeus Moss there that's a yeah. That's a nice one-two punch right there, if I do say so myself. But see, that's what I'm saying. It's like, you already have Thaddeus Moss in the air. Oh, well, but I guess it. I guess I can see what you're saying with that one-two punch. I'm thinking more so of, like, David Njoku coming, uh, uh, because uh, Greg Olson is the one that uh, went to Seattle, right, if I'm not mistaken? Yeah. But, I mean, Seattle also has uh, Will Disley, Luke Wilson. Those guys Those guys were able to put that up. But they not Joku though. Not to mention the uh, the Seattle Seahawks could keep him on a, you know, uh, could keep him on a relatively short contract, uh, just to see where his health is. Um, and I mean, if they get the production out of him, like let's let's be honest, he's going to be their starting tight end. Um, I I don't doubt that for a second. Uh, great red zone threat. Um, you know, he can kill you out in the middle of the field. Not not the like biggest like a like a George Kittle mm-hmm. but definitely a very uh powerful strong tight end I mean like he's almost I, I look at him and I get confused I confuse him with uh OJ Howard quite often um because both of them have a lot of the very similar skill sets very physical good hands um just uh a tough matchup for uh, a lot of defenses in my opinion yeah. But I think the I think Seattle Titans are have, pretty on point. I, I kind of have to disagree. Like it would be a nice addition, but I don't think it's a needed addition. See, my second my second landing spot for him would be the uh, the either the uh, San Diego Chargers. Uh, sorry, the uh, LA Chargers. <laughs> whoa, whoa, San Diego. <laughs> what, what the hell? What are what are San Diego What's Chargers? I never heard that before. Um, yeah, the uh, I think uh, the LA Chargers would be a, a nice like second spot landing for them. They just don't have a quarterback that I believe in right now. So yeah, uh, I can see Chargers. I agree with. Uh, one team apparently that is looking though that I'm not happy with is the Cowboys. Why are these I'm guys sorry. always trying to trade with everybody, man? Like, can't y'all just stick with your team and just leave it at that, man? I hate these. Nah, guys Jerry so has to win now. <laughs> it's just. Coronavirus is coming. He has to win now. <laughs> uh, yeah, I but know. we'll see. Uh, we'll see what happens. Uh, Njoku 
is still a great player. He dealt with some injuries, but I think he could he could bounce back and show the league that uh he was one of the top top ten tight ends in the league. Yeah, I think Njoku can only get better, and he only will get better. Uh, given that he's placed with the uh, with the right team and um, a team that'll utilize his talents properly and uh, you know give him the start that he needs. Crazy, I feel as the Browns could be one of those teams to use him properly, but whatever. He wants out. I don't blame him. <laughs> There's a lot of stars in the Browns. I mean, like, I, 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 the Browns are kind of interesting to look at, but there is a thing called too many cooks. Yeah. I can see that. Yeah. Well, Still, though, they could balance it out. Another guy Stop. requesting the trade is... uh. Raheem Mostert, who had a bit of a breakout season. Uh, yeah, apparently he wants more money from the Niners, and uh, they're just not giving it to him. Do you think the Niners are justified in that? I mean, look, he, he I was looking at his, uh, I was looking at it, and uh, pretty much they, they just wanted, he wanted the same amount of money that Tevin Coleman was making. And that puts them at like uh, four point three to four point five million dollars, mm. which for a running back isn't isn't all that much. Um, but the 49ers still also have Jarek McKinnon uh, coming back from injury as well. Raheem, most I don't know, man. Honestly, I I, I think the 49ers like they should find uh, they should find the cap space to pay Mostert since he's not asking for an exorbitant amount of money compared to like what running backs have been asking for for these past couple of years but at the same time um it it's at the same time I don't really know if um I don't I don't really I don't think I can blame 40, the 49ers for passing up on Raheem Mostert I mean like look he was a journeyman running back uh and then kind of uh and then hip-hopping between uh, different special teams units before landing on the San Francisco 49ers, finally got his start and broke out in a huge way. But uh, we, the 49ers can't be convinced that this is going to be like his normal production mm-hmm. versus this is just like a random breakout year and then he'll kind of like slip back into obscurity because yeah, this guy was an obscure player for a majority of his career before coming to the 49ers and balling out in the postseason like he did. Even setting records against the uh, Packers with 200 and some odd yards and four touchdowns. I mean, jeez Louise, this dude (laughs) balled his MF heart out. Um, But like I said, it's like, you know, can we expect that from him year after year? Like, uh, he's, he's, uh, what if, you know, like, if, if he gets injured, will he be able to bounce back like uh, a lot of the uh, other superstar running backs? Like, and I mean, the 49ers are already pressed for cash. Is it really worth it to have two running backs? Like, that? none of them are superstars, but they kind of, you know, fit your team and fit your scheme. Is it worth it to... To invest, uh, you know, like uh, another 12, 15 mil in the running back room, especially since you'll have 
another young running back coming in. And then with the rotation of running backs constantly in the league, I don't know. I just, I, I can't, I, I want them to pay him, but I can't blame them for not. Yeah, I, I definitely agree. I, yeah, I'm, like, I get it, man. You had a great, great season, but you are 27. I mean, you're probably the oldest running back on that roster. Uh, you're, you haven't shown in the past to be really productive. I mean, to be honest, I mean, a lot of the San Francisco 49ers were productive this year because that was, they, they fit the system, you know? And, you know, maybe that might be the reason he, he uh, wants the money because he knows in the system he, he's able to excel. You know, we saw Matt Breida do well. We saw Tevin Coleman do well. So, you know, it's just that for, the way that 49 system works. It's 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 set for making – it's poised for uh, good running back play. Yeah. But, again, and you know, running backs don't – they're a dime a dozen. Like, again, like you said, they still got Jared McKinnon, although he's had his injury issues, so there's no guarantee they're going to get a lot out of him. Mm-hmm. But I mean, at the same time, if he's only asking for four mil, I mean, it's not a lot of money, right? Uh, for for a guy the way he produced, I mean, you you should be getting probably about that amount, anyways. So I could, I I'm kind of more leaning on the side that they should pay him, but I mean. I don't think he should request a trade because realistically, bro, any other team you go to, you're just, he's most likely going to be irrelevant again if if it's not. Right. If it's not the 49ers, I, I don't see him really. I mean, if it's not a team with a really good uh, game plan for him and a good offensive line like the Niners have, I really don't see him producing to save him out. I think whatever team that would take that trade is going to be on the bad side of it. And I, um... I have a proposition for you. What if, um, what if he ended up on the Patriots? Mm, I don't know. The Patriots don't really, they haven't really had the good running back play. I mean, Sony Michelle's been okay. James White has been okay. Right. I don't really see him really thriving in that system I mean he's a great player but again I really feel like the Niners system uh, you know that well, is what made him shine right yeah but my whole like my my argument would be uh, the Patriots have this funny funny habit of taking a bunch of okay guys putting them together and making them great like obviously it didn't work out too much for their offense this year but if you have a guy like Raheem Mostert that is able to that that is kind of more of that like once you get him into space like he's absolutely gone. Mm. I mean, I is is there another team outside of the Patriots that would be able to uh, come up with with uh, the proper schemes to get him into at space? Uh, and then also it's like, do you have to keep defenses honest because now instead of having Sony Michelle being your premier back, you can kind of save him for the short yardage situations. The receiving yardage situations and then once uh, Raheem Mostert comes in like the defense has to uh, 
defenses going against the Patriots are going to have to step up a little bit because they don't want this dude gashing them for another, like, 20, 30-yard run. I mean, like, he can he can break tackles and just get get to flying. So, yeah. uh, you know, like, just, just pairing Mostert with some of the parts that the Patriots already have right now, uh, do you think that could be um, <clears throat> beneficial to both Mostert and the Patriots, especially if they could get him for relatively cheap on another one-year deal? I don't know, the Patriot way. Yeah, see, I'm not sure how that will work out. I mean, if, if he gets traded to another team, wouldn't he want more money? What if they don't pay him? Like, that's the main thing. We've seen we've seen a countless amount of players take pay cuts in order to join the debate. I mean, just look at look at the the amount of money Cam Newton took to yeah, sign with the Patriots. One, <laughs> if he if if he wins a Super Bowl, he gets seven million dollars. But <laughs> outside of that, he's getting paid one million dollars just to be the Patriots. I mean, like we already know about Tom Brady, Julian Edelman, Gronk. You know, they've all taken their pay cuts, and they've been the premier Patriots players. But, um, you know, you could you could look at uh, other guys, like uh, um, uh, who came from the uh, Atlanta Falcons, uh, wide receiver. Um, gosh, I'm blanking on his name. Uh, he oh, uh, Mohamed Sanu. Ah, yes, yes, Mohamed Sanu. Thank you so much. Yeah, he took a little pay cut to uh, end up with the Patriots, although more so like Atlanta was like, eh, we don't really want you anymore. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> you know, so so uh, uh, Josh, uh, Antonio Brown is another good example. Yeah. Um, he was supposed to make uh, 90 mil as a wide receiver. He he ended up going to Patriots for only like four mil. Yeah, they, I don't know, they just, Patriots just have that. That winning, <laughs> that winning mentality to him, team that player is just like, yeah, uh, I know if I go here, I could win. However, that was uh, the case when Tom Brady is there. Tom Brady is no longer there, so yeah, I think you only have this guy called Cam Newton. So yeah, but I, I mean, I mean, I, obviously, realistically, I mean, you're not gonna have as much faith in Cam Newton as you'd have in Tom Brady. Uh, I, I think I know part of the reason you. Cam Newton. I'm a hater. What happened? I said, I don't know about you, but I'm a hater. (laughs) You you haven't shown me that in in the uh, matchups, but... uh, uh, Okay, but go on. Finish your (laughs) (laughs) story. But yeah, no. uh, I mean, Kevin Newman took the deal just as a way for him to show the league that he can still play, so... Yeah. uh, Not... I don't think it's so much because of the Patriots winning mentality. I think, mm-hmm. well, probably a bit of, I think it was, he felt like it was a good place for him too. A little bit of both, right? Yeah, a little bit of both. It it's like when James Winston went to uh, the Saints for two mil. Yeah. And also, that should be pretty interesting too. I mean, you have two NFC South quarterbacks going to two very successful franchises. Well, recently successful franchises because let's be honest before our time both the Saints and the Patriots sucked (laughs) they they were awful just just terrible and like the older football fans will know that that, I mean they they were just bad Um, so bad so 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 bad but uh, and I believe it was uh, Ditka on the Saints that gave up all of their draft picks for one player. <laughs> I remember we were talking about it earlier, and that's who did it. Uh, yes. 
<laughs> one of the worst <laughs> trades. And then the rece- and then the running back was a bust. So yikes! I'm pretty sure he's the sole reason why people don't pay running backs. <laughs> They're just like, yeah. After that, uh, yeah. You you saw that running back? He was absolute garbage. And you want <laughs> you want ten mil a year? You want me to be like that? No, thank you. Get out of here. We're not gonna do that. It's freaking Treyway. But, uh, yeah. I, I mean, um. So, I don't know. It, it, like, I, I feel like there's, there's places for Raheem Mostert to go. Um. But I also feel like maybe he should stick with the 49ers for one more season. Yeah. See if, you know, bet on himself. And then sign a short, a short but like decent contract. Cause, I mean, like if he has another good season this year, I don't see why he could get a like a two or three year, uh, five million dollar deal with another team after he's done here. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I think he should just play, uh, pretty much show that you're worthy of the money. Cause again, we all that this past season could just be a fluke. So show that you're worth the money. And uh, come, come back this upcoming season. Play your heart out, and get paid. That's the way. To, that's the way to do it. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, that is the way to do it. But uh, speaking of getting paid, oh my goodness, we're gonna we're gonna have to bring out the elephant in the room. <laughs> Patrick Mahomes, ten years, five hundred million dollars. What? Damn. God damn. My goodness. Patrick, oh my goodness. First of all, clap it up. Clap it up. Patrick, Patrick Mahomes, he fucking did it. I I mean, you knew he was going to get paid, but this is something else. Like, bro, son, dude's making like, I forgot they did the statistics, but he's making like what? Like $95 a minute or something. It's like. Yeah. What? He made a million a minute. He made a million a minute. He did. <laughs> you know, you know. I, I mean, like, I don't know what's more upsetting: the fact that he made uh, five hundred million dollars, or the fact that he's younger than us. Please, please don't, don't, <laughs> don't. <laughs> no, <Nah>, but <laughs> like, I'm happy for the man. Yeah. Uh, I personally think, even if it's might, it could hurt the Chiefs a little bit, but I think the man deserves every bit of the money he's getting. He is a special player. We've seen this dude do some amazing things, literally. Like, he's in his third season. He already has a Super Bowl, a Super Bowl MVP, a year MVP, 50 touchdowns, like, 5,000 yards. Like, yeah, he's been insane. <laughs> like. Yeah, and football is too easy for Patrick. Mahomes. It's too easy for Mahomes because it's free real estate. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> shout out to Chisel the Dimes for that one. But uh, yeah, no, like dude is He's electrifying, and the yeah. Chiefs have him locked up for ten mother effing years. Don't try to touch him. Ten years, bro. Ten uh, years. You know, at first, like first when I heard the deal, I'm thinking, man, like, how are they gonna keep all these other guys? 
But uh, so, but when you like look at it and you break the thing, break it down, it actually kind of works out because so he's still on, he still has a bit, bit left of his rookie contract. Uh, in that time, they can lock up guys like Chris Jones. They could, uh, you know, I don't know who else to really have to pay. Uh, I think they already Kelsey. paid Tyreek Hill. They already paid uh, Travis Kelsey. So those guys are locked up as well. Lit. But uh, I heard uh, Sammy Watkins is taking a pay cut to stay with the uh, Chiefs as well. Yeah, so you're gonna have players that want to take a pay cut as well because you know, hey, you got the now you got the guy, you got the winning mentality yeah. around there. So you know, guys are gonna be like, sheesh, man, like you know, cut that up. Let me let me win another Super Bowl. You feel me? Yeah. But also, uh, the market for quarterbacks as this would go on is going to increase. So and cap space is also the salary cap is going to be increasing as well. So. Mm-hmm. It won't be taking that much of a hit as the years go on. Yes. In the long run. So, realistically, it's actually not a bad deal. Yeah. And, again, as long as guys keep taking pay cuts. And Chiefs are a team that draft well. Oh. Like, we could definitely see. Tremendously. Yeah, we could definitely see more more Super Bowl titles with elite teams from the Chiefs team. Like, Like, if they don't win at like five titles I'd say they're at least definitely going to the Super Bowl at least five times the next ten years <laughs> <laughs> that's a lot of times I mean yeah like look you know when I first saw this contract I was like there's no way there is absolutely no way but then you know you, you do, and it's like you said you look at the contract and really start to break it down and um, you can really see like okay alright yeah they have them for two years they can lock up a couple more of their superstars and then you know just like uh trade off the rest of their talent rebuild through the draft and while they're rebuilding they're gonna have patrick mahomes so whatever rookie they bring in he's gonna get their touches um uh you know patrick mahomes is still gonna do patrick i i mean i what what can i what else can i say about first of all football is way too easy for patrick mahomes and it was (laughs) his first game he had 284 yards Zero touchdowns and an interception. And the Chiefs are like, yeah, yeah, we want this guy. Hmm. And then he comes back as a starter the next season and throws for 5,000 yards and 50 touchdowns. That, those are Madden stats. That's not your <laughs> second damn season. 5,000 yards and 50 touchdowns, also making it to the championship game. And then the year after he won the Super Bowl, look, I don't care what anybody says. This is the best darn contract that the Chiefs can do could do they locked up their guy for the next 10 years they have them they still have them for relatively cheap for the next two um they have uh the weapons around them and you know you know that because patrick mahomes is staying for the next 10 years andy reed is staying for the next 10 years Mm -hmm. i mean the 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 chiefs basically are about to become the new patriots and bill belichick is going to have a much tougher time trying to win his way or cheat his way through the uh afc to get to 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 super bowls now i mean look i mean and and now when you really look at it patrick mahomes doesn't have to worry about like all right or the chiefs organization they they technically do not have to worry about making it to the super bowl uh as much right now they got that monkey off their back they're super bowl champions you know what the, you know what the time is now the time now is for racking up stacks and racking up playoff wins 
Mm-hmm. That is what it's, it, and that's exactly what the Chiefs are going to do over the next five years. Now, I think after these five years, they're going to have a little down period where they're going to have to uh, rebuild and get some new talent coming in and uh, see a, a large uh, portion of their talent get flushed out. Um, I think that's going to happen to the Saints soon after this year as well, unless Sean Payton could prove me wrong again. Um, but, but they're only going to have like a cup a few maximum three years downtime where they're not all that great and they're still gonna probably finish eight and eight nine and seven just because patrick mahomes and then they come right back with a new retooled team eight years down the road ready to win another two super bowls to end out his contract so this is absolutely fantastic patrick mahomes can stay healthy they can keep on you know, they could just, uh, everything they do, they, like, they just draft the offensive lineman at least once per draft just to keep the offensive line, like, good and sturdy and solid for Patrick Mahomes to do Patrick Mahomes things. And, I mean, he's going to, it's, this is going to be in, you know what's crazy? People said he could have been making, he could have gotten more money. And I'm like, how? How? <laughs> <laughs> could have gotten more money. I don't think there's more money in the world to give for that contract. Jesus Christ. Like, no, he's going to have to play soccer if he wants more money. (laughs) Because this shit, 503, I didn't even know NFL contracts could get this big. Seriously. I'm like, this is is bigger than baseball money, man. Thank you. (laughs) He is literally the highest paid athlete. He is the highest paid athlete. Yeah. Right now. And he's also the only American or the only athlete in uh, American Major League Sports whose contract runs. Uh, no, he's one of four whose contract runs to 2031. Definitely the only football player. But I think there's like three other baseball players whose contract runs uh, through 2021. I mean, to through 2031. Damn, that is... That is amazing. Absolutely well. Oh, and another thing, too. I actually think this is beneficial for the quarterback market. I think I think uh, this, this poses a new option for teams. I mean, like, when you have a guy like Patrick, I mean, Patrick Mahomes is premier elite. Um, but he's not the only person that is of an what I'll call an S tier caliber. I mean, I also think that Lamar Jackson and Deshaun Watson are not that far behind Patrick Mahomes. Like they're not pulling off no look passes, granted. <laughs> Sorry, no look passes across their body, mm-hmm. granted. They're not pulling those. But I do believe that uh they will get uh very long um very good good uh contracts just because of their athletic ability their football iq Mm -hmm. and their leadership uh capabilities and um i also think that this is going to hurt players kind of like dak prescott (laughs) (laughs) yeah you already know that's asking for that 19 year one billion dollar deal (laughs) 19 year one billion (laughs) dollars Bonus incentives, <laughs> but but um, 
But the reason why I say I feel like it's going to hurt uh, players like Dak Prescott is because, like, look, Dak Prescott, he's a B-tier quarterback asking for A-tier money. I mean, now teams could be like, well, you're no Patrick Mahomes. So, you know. Mm-hmm. Like that dude won a Super Bowl. When is the Super Bowl before you get that money? Yeah, exactly. I'm sorry. One is MVP in his second season and then the Super Bowl in his third season. And he got that money. Dak Prescott hasn't won. He's won, what, one playoff game? One playoff game. And they're like, look, Patrick Mahomes in his contract is averaging about, what, 40-some-odd million dollars uh, a year? Mm-hmm. Um, with plus, you know, the bonuses that the bonuses and incentives that come with it. Dak was asking for about forty mil a year. It's like, look, Dak, let's be honest. You're no Patrick Mahomes. There was plenty of games that you could have uh, that you could have taken a hold of and win, but you kind of wet the bed. I mean, just look at last season. You know, the Cowboys. The Cowboys were predicted to be Super Bowl teams by almost every metric out there. I mean, like, there was all over the talk shows. Pro Football Focus had them as a Super Bowl caliber team. And they just uh, wet themselves and, and finish 8-8. Eight and eight. And a lot of that is because, you know, Dak Prescott had problem finishing games. So if he wants, you know, his 40 mil a year, even if it's only for the next four years, they're like, wait a minute, you're not Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> you're, you're not Deshaun Watson. Get out of here. We look at the because like look the, the the Cowboys they have Andy Dalton so and they have Andy Dalton for three million like at most nine million dollars they can very easily like very easily just say you know what you know we don't we don't know if you're really our guy if you're going to try to stranglehold our our our, our, our um our cap space like this. And then now, he, and now Dak Prescott's gonna have to ball his mf ass off because if he if he wets the bed one more season, I don't care if they get if he if he throws for another four thousand yards, forty touchdowns or whatever. If he wets the bed for one more season and the Cowboys don't go anywhere, I'm pretty sure they're looking at Dak Prescott like mm, maybe he isn't our guy. Maybe like he he stays asking for all this money. We, you know, we can't pay any of our guys anymore. If anybody gets injured, we're kind of screwed. We have no room to operate. Uh, maybe maybe he doesn't have the Cowboys' best interest in mind, and I really do believe that it gives a lot of leverage to uh, to to uh, NFL owners to say, hey, either, either you're with us or you ain't. Either you want to win or you don't. If he gave us a Super Bowl, Fine, congrats. We could pay you. If 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 we are constantly in playoff games and we're like almost there, it's like, alright, fine, we could pay you. But if you ain't producing the victories and all you do is put up stats, that don't help us. That helps you, but it doesn't help us. So I don't know. Yeah, I, I mean that's look, there's no there's no way around it, man. I see like this. Dak Prescott, uh you're coming into a new season, new head coach, uh new bit of a new system there. Uh, you still have plenty of years where you haven't had much to prove, where you haven't proved, uh, you know, that much one playoff game. I mean, you had a couple of winning seasons here and there, but uh, shit the bed when Zeke was gone. Uh, mm-hmm. Shit the bed against bad teams. Didn't beat any playoff teams uh, last nope. season. Uh, went 8-8 eight and eight with a team with high hopes. Uh, you're, not, you're not Patrick Mahomes, man. You're not Russell yeah. Wilson. Russell Wilson's making $35 million a year. You think you should be making more than Russell Wilson? Than exactly. Russell, Mother, and Wilson? I don't I don't think so, bro. It doesn't... You gotta have right. the accolades in order to get money like that. And you don't have them. So, 
earn yourself earn yourself that money. Prove you deserve the forty million a year. Because right now, bro, you you don't. Right. And that's just re- sad reality of it. But hey, right. hey, Cowboys, pay him. Do it. Let's <laughs> <laughs> no, no, get off my back. Want to pay him? If you want to do it, get him the forty mil. I'll be. I love it. Help. Hell, give him forty-two mil. I mean, he all he does is win games, right? Yeah, all he does. <laughs> Clearly, <laughs> but here's and then, and then that's another thing too. It's like the Cowboys. I mean, we've heard it time and time again. The most talented roster, like Dak Prescott, literally has all the talent he needs around him, and the only thing he can do is go eight and eight. So mm-hmm. that just you know goes to show it's like look. You, you, we can't pay you this much. And then, and another quarterback who I've who I've kind of um, not paid, I've I've kind of you know leaned off of, but at the same time I still don't trust Kirk Cousins. I don't believe that Kirk Cousins should be getting paid eighty four million dollars. I'm sorry. I think that he's a great game manager. I think that he's very accurate. But unless it's unless you're going against the Saints. In, in the playoffs, it, the the Vikings, I don't know if they can go that far with Kirk Cousins, behind, you know, at the helm. Like, to me, he just doesn't have, like, he has a high floor, but a low ceiling, you know? Like, um, I feel like you can pay him 65, 70 mil. You know, you could have him on a contract where it's 65 to 70 mil and then just get some studs. Uh, on your offense and your defense, but I don't know if he does enough to uh, to warrant the the huge. I mean, to warrant that that bloated eighty four million dollar contract that he's that that he's gotten. And I am pretty sure they're in talks of extending him to another uh, pretty big contract. And it's oh, like, they, already, stop. they already did. Oh my goodness, they already did. Yep. Uh, what's what what's that contract looking like? Two year extension, sixty six mil. I, it, $33 million. <laughs> this is what I'm talking about, you know? It's like, pay him, lower that a bit, pay him $25 mil, and get yourself a, just, you know, get yourself a stud or pay some guys to stay. I, I think the Vikings are going to struggle a little bit, but, I mean, like, look, Kirk Cousins is accurate, so fine, whatever, you know, like, I, I wouldn't necessarily say he's earned his money. He's, he's definitely... You know, lost in the the big time games. He's he's lost in the premier ones. Like I said, unless the Vikings are going against the Saints, it, it just doesn't look good. And I'm pretty <laughs> sure the only reason why the Vikings have been so good against the Saints recently is because of the uh, revenge. It's it's like it's the Brett Favre curse of when they were in the championship game, and yeah. Brett Favre was supposed to make his comeback, go to another Super Bowl, and get the Minnesota Vikings their first Super Bowl but no instead he had to go against the Saints and the Saints uh, Saints yeah. intercepted him and, and won that game so yeah people say it's revenge for Bounty Gate uh <laughs> <laughs> oh, not to go on tangents here but to be honest yeah. man both I'd say the last game okay yeah but the one in 2017 that was a fluke dude makes a tackle yeah. you guys lose like let's be real <laughs> yeah yeah that was nothing but luck Absolutely. The last game they Absolutely. beat them. Like I can't even deny that. But yeah. that's a different topic. Uh quarterbacks, yeah, I agree. Kirk Cousins, he's he is a tad bit overpaid. Uh I'm not gonna I I'm a little bit higher on Kirk Cousins. I think uh Yeah, he does his ceiling's probably a 
bit higher, but I mean, he is 30, 32 at this point. Uh, hasn't really shown too much in the league, but I think I think he's a solid guy. 33, maybe not 33 million solid, but <laughs> <laughs> you know, unfortunately, this is this is a quarterback league. This is a passing league, so you gotta. I think they're better off keeping a guy like Cameron instead of dart throwing at a couple of uh, guys in the draft or, or uh, you know, journeymen. But, right. you know, whatever they want to do, as long as they're not beating the Saints in the playoffs. <laughs> I'm, I'm cool. I'm cool. I, I don't, like, even if they even make the playoffs this year, I mean, shoots, look. And, and that's another thing, too, like, the, the whole league being a, uh, a quarterback's league, a passing league, like, man, I get that. But I feel like teams need to start, you know, looking more towards, uh, one, protecting their quarterbacks if they're going to claim it's a quarterback league, and two, you know, balancing their teams out a little bit. I mean, I love what the Saints have done. They've always maintained a good offensive line for Ben Roethlisberger. Ben Roethlisberger has been their guy, and even when... He uh, went out for most of the season with an elbow injury. They they could have easily have brought Cam in, but they said, no, Ben, you're our guy. We're not going to worry about it. You know, you come back. We're going to pay you. Make sure that uh, you can have yourself a n- nice little season. And uh, apparently he's a reformed man and is slinging it better than he's ever slung it before. So I'm excited to see what the Steelers can do. Um, this <laughs> he also season. hasn't been slinging it that much either, if you know what I mean. <laughs> 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 you know, uh, and then you can look at the a team like the Colts, uh, where you know they brought in, I mean, definitely overpaid Jacoby Brissett, but I'll 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 say I'll I'll leave that to the I'll blame that on the Patriots because everybody that comes from the Patriots gets overpaid. That's that's just the reality of the situation. Um, but you know they they also have a solid offensive line. They brought in. Uh, Philip Rivers, um, and I think it's going to be a great move for them. Um, bad examples: Chicago Bears. <laughs> I will, I will never stop shitting on the Chicago Bears because first, you know, first, you you don't give up on Mitchell Trubisky. I don't know why. I don't know what he's done to uh, continue to. Uh, I don't know what he's done to continue to to give them hope and to give them um, some kind of. Uh, a uh, good feeling that he's their guy, but they they stuck with them and they traded up to get him if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. Passed on. Uh, who's he? Who's it? Who's that they passed on? Uh-huh. Um, oh, I don't know. Uh, was, I think it was the highest paid athlete in sports. The, was it the high, the 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 Super Bowl MVP one? I mean, yeah, the Super Bowl MVP and then the regular season MVP back to back years. Was yeah, that guy? yeah, I think, I think it was that guy. Damn. That's that's crazy. Um wow. Well, I mean, hey, RIP Bears fans. RIP. Um yeah. <laughs> but but and but Mitchell Trubisky for me is a is a situation where it's like he got way too much protection. I lo- I love what the Arizona Cardinals did by the way with Josh Rosen. <laughs> they said okay. After one year. Mm, yeah, uh you're not but Kyler guy. Murray though. But Kyler Murray though. Like we got the number one overall pick. You got Kyler Murray though. You who it's are like, you? We drafted you. We got worse. We're gonna get better now. <laughs> <laughs> so, so it's like so maybe um, who knows? Maybe uh, uh, 
Patrick Mahomes and this and this great big contract kind of uh, you know it 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 forces quarterbacks to be better in order to earn their money because mm-hmm. it's like hey if you're if you are a, if you are at a Patrick Mahomes level you definitely have the right to ask for Patrick Mahomes money yeah and even if you're at a Lamar Jackson or Deshaun Watson or Russell Wilson level then you can leverage yourself for 35 to 40 mil as a matter of fact that's right Russell Wilson's making 35 35 Kirk mil, Cousins yep. is only making 2 mil under Russ get the fuck out of here <laughs> <laughs> actually fuck off <laughs> yeah when you put it that way when you put it that way you make a very 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 valid point my friend yeah, he should be making nowhere close to Russell Wilson money. But, no. I mean, Russell Wilson is, you know, he, he, sh- he could be asking for more, to be honest. He probably should be getting paid a little bit more. Probably close could. to 40 mil. But, yeah. But the Seahawks also do this thing where they just have Russell Wilson hand the ball off 40 times a game, and then they're like, okay, we're still losing. Can you save us in the fourth? <laughs> He's getting yeah. paid 33 mil to play in the fourth quarter. <laughs> 35 mil, excuse me. Also, Wilson is... Yeah, uh, he's he's a, he's a product of a Seahawks team that... Like, they want to win, but... It's like... They're... they're just, they don't do what's necessary yeah, to they're win. they're not doing what's necessary to win. But that's a that's another topic for another day. Uh, again, Mahomes, amazing contract, deserves every penny of it. Uh, I'm really excited to see where this Chiefs team goes in the future. Uh, I'm hoping we're gonna see some nice, crazy battles between Ravens and Chiefs as for the AFC. You know, a la the uh, Colts and Patriots in the in the past days. Hopefully, uh, with the Ravens coming up on the top side of that, but. <laughs> That's just me being hopeful. I, I mean, I think it's I think it's warranted. I don't I don't think you're you, you can you can save the clown makeup. <laughs> yes, the clown makeup. <laughs> uh, so I think we should quickly spend these uh, last five ten minutes or so moving on to uh, the uh, other sport we care about. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, we care about all sports, but like, if I were to be honest, uh, basketball comes second for me. Mm-hmm. Same. It's a uh, it's a uh, football number one, basketball number two, baseball three, hockey four. Uh, for me, soccer it's, seventh. It's <laughs> it's football one, basketball two, everything else third. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so. NBA man, it's uh, this tournament's supposed to be starting at the end of this month. I I don't know about all that to be honest. It is it is not looking too good for the league and the players. Uh, seems like a lot of players are uh, jumping out of this one because a couple of players have been testing positive for COVID. Uh, DeAndre Jordan and Nikola, uh, just to name a few, and those are those are some those are stars right there, man. To for Nikola Nikola to miss the game, 
missed the tournament, that's that's gonna hurt the Denver Nuggets pretty pretty damn bad. Yeah. Uh, I don't think he stated whether or not he was going to play, but DeAndre Jordan already said he's <laughs> it's clipped for him. So. Right. I mean, um, I, like, look, there were concerns from players before they even started going to Orlando. Now that some of them have already started, and like teams, are, I mean, players are getting COVID left and right. I mean, the whole Brooklyn Nets bench got COVID, um, as well as some starters. Yep. So it's it's super not looking great for them. Um, you know, like, and you really hope, you really hope that they can pull this off. They just have to make it to the end of July. Not even like, uh, like, like, uh, 20, yeah, about three more weeks and, and they can possibly pull it off. But I understand the concerns from players. You know, this is the, you know, COVID 19, this is a dangerous, dangerous, dangerous little disease we got going on. Um, little virus, I should say, that we got going on. Uh, you, and and these are professional athletes. If this thing comes in and does permanent la- permanent damage to their lungs, I mean that's millions and millions of dollars potentially lost uh, off of their career. You know because we tried to force we tried to force uh, sports back into our world. Mm-hmm. You know it's 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 super unfortunate because uh, other uh, other countries have started uh, playing sports as well. Um, you know, like I said, I started watching uh, Australian rules football. That's that's pretty interesting. Um, I've uh, soccer clubs have started. Uh, some places have been safe for them to start. Other places, eh, not so much. Um, golf has gotten back underway. NASCAR's back underway. I, I mean, like, so there's definitely the sports where it's easier to get started too. But like, when you look at how other countries have been able to like quickly handle um, this situation, so that. Um, all the residents, you know, can be as safe as possible. All the okay, we're back. We are we're back. back. Uh, technical oh, difficulties. Right. Jesus Christ, Spectrum has terrible, terrible, terrible internet. But <laughs> uh, we were talking about the uh, sports coming back out in the uh, other countries. Yeah, unfortunately, the U.S. is uh, slacking on. Corona uh, mm. protection, but uh, I mean, we gotta get sports back, man. People, people need their sports, and and I guess it's gonna come at the risk of people's health because sports are coming back. I I don't see teams really, I don't see leagues really canceling at this point. MLB set to coming back in the next uh, two yeah. two weeks, basketball the week after. Uh, uh, NHL as well. I'm not sure when they're planning on starting their tournament, but I believe it's sometime next month. So, yeah, it's it's hard, man. It's hard. It's a tough time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah definitely. Um, uh, it's it, and and it's like you said, it, it is a tough time. And I really I applaud um, Adam Silva and uh, Disney for. Uh, coming up with such a creative way to try to get basketball back, uh, you know, yeah, to try to get basketball back um, in these crazy times. I mean, like, 
you know, not not to bum anybody out, but we are seeing an average of 50,000 new cases a day, so it's definitely a challenge to try to get sports back, and, and, and really, this is kind of like one of the safest ways possible without putting uh, our players in a literal, like, bubble dome and, and uh, forcing them to stay in for the next, um, you know, for the next, what, three, four months, mm-hmm. or how long it'll take to get through it. Not to mention, you factor in uh, the off season is going to be very short, and uh, what are they going to do for the next season? I don't even want to think about that right now. I just want to say, um, you know, like I said, shout out to Adam Silva, shout out to Disney for for trying to get basketball back. But it is it is going to be a a bumpy road. This is not going to be a smooth transition. No, no, not at all. Uh, and it's really interesting that the NBA is actually trying to have uh, is in the talks for a second tournament for the other teams that were invited to Orlando uh, in Chicago. So I guess uh, just uh, something for more, I guess, put for uh, draft seeding. Mm-hmm. Although that would be very interesting thing to watch because instead of all the teams like trying to uh you know play for for a better record it's it's all teams trying to tank for the (laughs) wild throws bench players finally chucking it up like (laughs) gonna see centers chucking threes (laughs) guys just chucking it from half court yeah (laughs) like uh we're gonna see so many turnovers the stats are gonna be absolutely insane um, and speaking of stats, do, do you think that uh, this season, should there be an asterisk on this season? Or should we kind of all, or, or is 2020 just such a momentous and memorable year in, in just the zeitgeist of human history at this point that uh, we're all kind of like, no, we remember what happened in 2020. That's why, that's why this is weird. We remember what happened. Hey, uh, I have an interesting take on that. And... Yes, an asterisk, but not in the sense of, like, they didn't, like, you know, as a, to be lesser to other titles. I think it has actually taken more to win uh, titles for this uh, upcoming when sports come back. The reason being, you know, these teams, these are players, uh, they, they practice, they have, and then usually you go off on momentum. Everybody's coming back fresh. This, I mean, a couple. You know, obviously, everybody's been is training uh, in the time, you know, but not on the same level as they are when they're in, you know, they're in the mode of whatever season they're in. So, yeah, it's actually going to take a lot more practice to get yourself back into shape, to get yourself back into into uh, playoff ready. Yeah, playoff ready mode. Uh, you know, some teams, you know, they had their momentum, and now all that's gone. You know, everybody's starting fresh. You could have. You could actually have like some of these lesser teams probably come back and start whipping whipping your ass because <laughs> you know maybe they've been yeah. they were training harder this this all this off time and then yeah you know, maybe your guys were slacking a bit you know yeah so yeah, yeah. Uh, I think not, it's not, uh, yeah I think it's uh yeah basically it's just it's gonna be harder it's gonna be tougher to win the championships this time this time around and I think for that reason it's uh why it's it's not to be looked at as oh well uh, you know you didn't play a full season like no like it's, yeah. it's 
people are gonna be fighting, bro. Like it's gonna be. A, <laughs> honestly, I think if regardless of what it is like and the whole situation, we might have some of the toughest games, the hardest fighting in sports we've seen. Like it's gonna be insane. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And it's funny that you mentioned some of the lesser guys because, uh, uh, you know, as you know, I'm out here in Portland. Uh, I'm, I'm, I am now officially uh, both a Knicks fan and a Blazers fan. And, uh, well, uh, the, the Blazers have been dealing with a lot of injuries over this season, uh, especially with losing Rodney Hood in December. But we also get, uh, despite not having Trevor Ariza, we get Yusef Nurkic and Zach Collins back into the lineup. So it's like uh, uh, teams that have had those injured players, they kind of got uh, a couple of weeks or a month, I should say, mm-hmm. extra rest to, to heal up those players now that they're coming back. I mean, it's going to be two months now that they're rested and rehabilitated and kind of back with the team. It's like you said, some of these teams could pop off. And then some of the bigger teams, like, look, some of these stars ain't playing. The uh, the LA Lakers they they they're not going to have Avery Bradley for this tournament, um, and Avery Bradley you know he doesn't put up monster numbers, but I mean he is one of those instrumental uh, instrumental pieces to this team. He was one of the main reasons why they were even able to beat the Clippers shortly before this whole uh, Corona mess decided to shut down all of sports. So you know what what are they going to be like without him? Um, uh, you know, without him to help with uh, the dynamics and the flow of the team, so it's going to be very. You know, I agree so much. Yeah, I think I think this season it, it's going to be harder for teams to win, and I don't think we should look at any of these. Uh, I don't think we should look at any team less than uh, if if they don't make it because uh, it's all just going to come down. No momentum. Um, no weird like no momentum no uh uh match off you know matchup matchup differentials it's, it's all just uh hey your your play let's let's win some games mm-hmm. so i'm excited for it yeah definitely definitely excited. if it happens if it happens yeah. <laughs> although i'm also not against the prospect of seeing a bunch of you know like bench players kind of representing their teams too like i think i just want sports back but i'm not against you know like some of the lesser guys saying you know what this is it this is kind of my this is my time to shine i've been sitting on this bench for like so long i'm i gotta sit behind Kawhi. i gotta sit behind Giannis. i gotta sit behind lebron it's like if you know or or maybe not even those big guys but it's like some of the six men on the teams like like i said it's like hey if i gotta sit behind every bradley and now he says he's not playing this is my time to find myself at the starting lineup i mean like i got i gotta prove everything i got to prove out here you know this is my chance to stay in the league like so so i think it'll, it'll be very interesting to see some of these uh some some maybe some lesser known guys some unknown guys some bench players uh find their way into the starting lineup and, and give us some exciting things i mean hell you remember what it felt like when anthony lynn came to new york the first time and just started blowing everybody away once Carmelo Anthony got injured. It's like we can have that, but for like eight different teams. Yeah, no. Well, Anthony, it's, it's Jeremy Lin, but <laughs> Jeremy Lin, Jeremy. Lin, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's, uh, it's interesting. It's interesting. I just say that it's almost as if it's like a preseason of sort, but it's also it's also the playoffs. As yeah. well. So it's like 
you know, preseason in a sense, you know, you got the bench players, the young guys, the guys that don't get as much playing time, getting more playing time, you know, starting to show off their yeah. stuff, but they're fighting for a title. <laughs> so, it's <laughs> a weird dynamic we're in, but hey, that's that's 2020 as a whole, isn't it? Am I right? <laughs> that's the understatement of the year. 2020 has a weird dynamic. Uh... But uh, one other thing I did want to mention, now that you I just came to mind as soon as you mentioned the preseason, uh, the NFL uh, Players Association is actually voting to cancel the entire preseason. Uh, that is not wow. ideal, in my opinion. I understand why the players want to cancel the preseason, but that's your that's the time to find those diamonds in the rough. That's the time for these undrafted free agents to show off. That's the time for, you know, the the lower round guys to show off to make a roster spot. I mean, you take out the whole preseason, well, these guys aren't going to get shot. They're going to have to get cut immediately and you know, I think in some of the undrafted free agents that some of the teams were able to pick up you know, like the Washington Redskins, Dad Moss was an undrafted free agent. You know, what if he doesn't make a roster spot? I mean, I think he will anyways, but because they don't have yeah. the tight ends. But uh, <laughs> I mean, the Giants, they got some uh, nice receivers. I feel like that at Ohio State that they got as undrafted free agents. The Jets got uh, a couple guys as well. So they got Lamar Jackson, <laughs> the quarterback, <laughs> as an undrafted free agent. You know, so th- these are guys that. You know, the preseason is their opportunity to show off. And, you know, you take that out. I mean, they were already talking about bringing it down to two games. Yeah. Now you're talking about uh, cutting it out completely. Uh, I don't know, man. It's I, I can't agree with that. It's a, it's, it's a tough sell. It's a tough sell. Uh, I'm on the opposite side of the fence. I'm like, yeah, fuck the preseason. I don't give a shit. What? We have, a, <laughs> we have an extra game anyway. Look. But that's not, not this season, it. though. Ooh, you're right. That's next but, season. Uh, eh, still, I'm like, eh, I don't really care. And and the reason why I'm I, the reason why I don't care as much. Um, a lot of these undrafted guys, a lot of these, uh, uh, especially the rookies that are coming in, it's like if you're mm-hmm. a star rookie, you're probably gonna get your start anyway. So like, mm-hmm. congratulations. These undrafted guys, I feel like they're just gonna have to um, they're gonna have to uh, uh, mm-hmm. wait around. Um, but I don't think. I, I, I think it would be unfair to them if teams cut them right away. I think some of these undrafted prospects, they're, they, I mean, there was a reason why teams still brought them in. I feel like they're a bunch of guys that have potential, and they're super darn cheap. So I don't feel like there's any, there's necessarily any reason for them to, uh, right. to uh, get cut, you know, just because it's like, well, sorry, you couldn't show your stuff, and, uh, you know, prove to us what you're worth. But, uh, you know, maybe one of our guys will get injured and, and we'll see you in the regular season. I'm like, no, I think that I think they might be protected either way. They're just going to have to take a back seat because it's like, look, the, the uh, Roger Goodell is trying to – he is firm on making sure that the NFL starts this season. There might not be any fans, but he is firm on making sure that the NFL can start. Um. So, uh, you know, hopefully uh, we can have a situation where it's like, all right, we we can have a situation where we just get through these 16 games as quickly as possible, get through the uh, 17 weeks as quickly as possible, get through the playoffs, and then, um, you know, what, what's, what's probably going to happen is that the actual league is going to start a few weeks or a month later um, as we try to, like, you know, 
work on this whole coronavirus situation, which means that it's going to be a shorter offseason, which means that. And then also you have to look at the fact that with 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 college sports suspending with colleges suspending practically all of their sports until at least January, we <clears throat> we're not we're not going to have an early look to see uh what college athletes are going to come. So these draft players and these rookies, they're still going to have their time to shine. It's just, they're just going to have to wait a year. But I think that the strategy for the NFL is to like, look, we got to get, we should, we should try to get through the season as fast as possible. Um, play the season as fast as possible. See if we can get fans back in, see what we can do and where we are and how we can um, make this season as efficient uh, as possible. And then next season, we reinstate the uh, training camps, reinstate the preseason, and we get their guys uh, some playing times. But um, I'm, I'm on the opposite events. I'm like, look, I, we are living in weird times. I don't know if we necessarily need a preseason right now. And a lot of All these right. guys don't have to worry about rookies coming up after them because it's not like college. It's not like colleges are, are uh, you know, playing sports right now. So. That's just where I stand. All right, so uh, I'm going to make a pretty uh, argument against that. For one, I get I get a uh, – you have 53 roster spots. Ideally, uh, most of that's probably already filled from starters or players that have played already, guys you already kind of have tape on. I hardly see them – just having guys that they see in practice. You got like practice and the real and the real deal in the game is completely different. Uh, and to be honest, uh, to be honest. Victor Cruz. Oh, yeah. If he doesn't play in that preseason, he does not make a roster spot. I can almost guarantee you that. Yeah, absolutely right. So, you know, I'm not saying you know Giants picked up uh, Benjamin Victor. Uh, and I forgot the other guy's name. I think Lawrence Cager was his name, the wide receiver out of Ohio State. You know, not saying any of these guys are going to be a Victor Cruz, but you know, they that was their opportunity to show that. And you know, Giants obviously they have a pretty decent wide receiver core, but you know, if one of those guys steps up and shows that they're amazing. You know, you have an even better wide receiver core. Yeah. And you know, I understand the college football. You know, not happening, and then you know, next year, you know, they probably get their shot, their opportunity. But I don't know, man. I feel like the preseason is—it's not the most amazing thing to watch. I get it. You know, it's just—it's just kind of just there. It's like, ah, oh, can uh, can regular football start already? But for a lot of guys, you know, it it means a lot. It's it, it's their opportunity. It's their chance to show that they can play. It's a chance to show that they. They they have a shot in the sleep. It might even be their only chance to actually play in a football game, you know, because yeah. they're just gonna be yeah. sitting on the bench for the whole year. So uh, I'm not with I'm not with canceling it completely, shortening it to do games, which is perfectly fine. You know, not the same amount of time for players to show off, but you know, I think it's enough to for guys to you know you haven't played play football a couple months guys haven't been able to practice as much so you know it's a chance for them to get their arms ready get their body football ready uh but to just cancel it out completely man i i can't i i can't agree with that mm, i mean on that 
That I completely understand. I, I mean, like, uh, on the Victor Cruz thing, it's like, yeah, I mean, he, he came out. Oh, my God. You know what? I'm not even going to talk bad. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to throw away that argument. Because, <laughs> like, I couldn't make the argument and say, like, look, after he won the Super Bowl, like, he signed this, like, long contract with the Giants and then wasn't able to play for most of it um, just oh. due to injury. So, it's like, things But then like they that. don't win that Super Bowl without him. So, <laughs> what are you saying? What are you saying? What are you actually saying right now? I'm, I get it. I'm, he had the injuries, but... <laughs> They don't win that I'll Super Bowl without him, boy. Don't forget the, that. The point the salsa I was to a make. thing. <laughs> the, oh, God, you don't know how much I miss the salsa. <laughs> but the point I'm trying to make was uh, that, that things are weird and, like, anything can happen and anybody can pop off at any time. I mean, you can easily look at a Raheem Mostert and see what he was able to do where, like, yeah, he was undrafted and he freaking bounced around, bounced around, bounced around, and now he finds himself scoring. Uh, now he finds himself rushing for 228 yards and four touchdowns in the championship game, even scoring a touchdown in the Super Bowl game and in a, in a game that, like, hey, look, if Jimmy Garoppolo doesn't miss that uh, that wide-open pass in the middle of the field, Patrick Mahomes might not have that Super Bowl win. But um what I'm saying is that the league is the league is weird and anything can happen and injuries can happen and trades and you know teams love picking up uh, like s- scooping up players from practice squads and John Gruden's probably gonna have a home for somebody out there but um, <laughs> please <no. laughs> I don't know it's it's uh it, it's it's do you it's it's a situation of like all right do you make sure that everybody uh, gets their shot and keep the preseason, or do you uh, make sure that the league as a whole uh, keeps on trucking? And uh, unfortunately, like where my stance is right now, it's like we if we can get the league trucking, if we can get the league going sooner rather than later, I'm more so of a fan of that. Now, mind you, I'm also kind of thinking that they push the league up a little bit, like a week or two. Mm. If they do this, if, if they're just going to cancel the entire preseason and keep the start of the game where it is right now, I, I don't think that, uh, I, I, you know, I fail to see, you know, the impact of that because it's like, if, if you're going to cancel the, like, look, if you're going to start the game at the same week, but cancel the preseason, all you're saying is like, man, screw these guys, we, we got to go. Um, but if if you're actually pushing the league up a little bit so you can kind of finish a little faster, get through uh, the season a little bit faster and, uh, you know, kind of stay ahead of the curve before uh, stuff really starts popping off in the fall and the winter in terms of uh, the Rona, then uh, I'm, I'm going to have, I'm, I'm, siding, I'm siding with the... Uh, Siding with the with the NFL uh, PA, but that's the thing. I think uh, I think their whole thing is they they don't want the preseason because they want to they want they don't want that they don't want to start playing football soon because they're trying to protect the players. You know mm. the thing is still around, so I think that's why they're kind of fine with keeping it. They they want that whole month of August to be you know kind of still distant a bit. Ah, Till when they start be ready for the regular season, uh, I think pushing if they pushed it up, then that kind of goes against what they want. Mm. At least that's how I feel like, but I don't know the right. exact details behind it. I mean, I could totally see that. Uh, I mean, it, it's such a it's such a fuck situation either which way you look at it. Um, 
and I wish you didn't have to deal with this, but like, uh, wishing doesn't get anything, just, you know, uh, uh, you know, I, I'm pretty sure that we'll come to some kind of agreement. I, in my opinion, I think there's going to be two preseason games. Um, I think it's going to happen. It's going to be like the week two and the week three preseason games. Um, give themselves another week of social distancing and then, uh, you know, get tested in that, in that free <laughs> week that they have. And then we can see, because like, look, let's be honest, all these, the NFL and the NFL PA all have the means and equipment to get them, to get every player they need tested. I mean, if we can, if we can do, uh, uh, like, what's it like 10, 10, 20,000 tests, uh, daily, uh, for for across the Americas, I'm pretty sure you could get the entire NFL tested within the week in time, ready to go for uh, for the game. And then any staffer, they just get uh, priority in in testing uh, so that they can uh, you know tend to the games. And also think that uh, we can also think that NFL teams uh, and owners should start looking at uh, opening stadiums to people that have. Uh, either already uh that either already have the antibodies or that have tested that have tested negative for uh COVID-19 and then like uh keep the stadiums at like half or a quarter capacity just so that you do have like some fans in there you can pump in the rest of the crowd noise fill in some of the empty seats with like cardboard cutouts like there's there's ways to 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 get back in this um you know I I wish Roger Goodell was as creative as Adam Silva, but you know, you, you take what you can get. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, we'll we'll see what happens. Uh, I think that's all we got for today. Uh, episode has been running on a little bit long, especially with that little uh, cutoff we had there. Mm-hmm. But yeah, a lot of news we talked about. Uh, Yeah. Uh, Cam Newton going to the Patriots, NBA players in the Rona, Patrick Mahomes in that big, big, wonderful contract, mm-hmm. and uh, you know trades here and there, and then NFL uh, NFL preseason. What's gonna happen? Uh, yeah. Uh, so coming up, we got we're gonna do the normal stuff with our breakout candidates, the football for dummies, the what if scenarios. That's gonna be coming up next, and then after that. We will have our week six matchups. That we've, yeah, week six yeah, matchups. Week six matchups. Yep. And uh, yeah, and then as soon after that, episode seven should be uh, coming soon. Hopefully, not another week after. But <laughs> let's hope uh, <laughs> yes. life doesn't throw any more curveballs. Yes, let us hope that we all get stimulus checks and that I can take time off of work to do oh. this more often. <laughs> oh, Big Donnie, make it happen. Okay. <laughs> With that being all said. Right, Everyone, have a wonderful day. Thank you for listening to the OD Sports Podcast. And uh, wear your mask. All right. Wear your mask. And uh, don't forget, we actually have an Instagram page now. You can follow us at OD Sports Podcast. Should be probably also the same thing at Twitter and uh, Facebook as well. We'll have all that. But just follow the Instagram, and you'll get the other stuff later. All right. All right. (laughs) Peace out, guys.